Hi guys, welcome to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is season six, episode four, the one where Joey loses his insurance. Ah, Joey. <laughs> oh, Joey. Um, this is a very funny episode. There are very many funny things happening that make almost no difference to the rest of the show. But are just fantastic. But are just fantastic. Um, and one of my favorite ones, because it's just so random, is Phoebe meeting with her psychic and being oh, really yeah. out because <laughs> she's like, well, she told me I'm going to die. I know you guys don't know a lot about psychic readings, but that's pretty much the worst one you can get. <laughs> and no one else is very concerned because, you know, it seems a little woo-woo. But Phoebe's like, well, she said I was going to have triplets and, like, she predicted all this other stuff in my life. So I just... Yeah, I mean, because Phoebe believes in that. So to Phoebe, that's right. quite, you know, I get it. And I wonder how much of that kind of stuff is like self-fulfilling prophecy, you know? Like, oh, ooh, ooh. did she like plant the seed and then Phoebe just wanders out into the street? She's like, it's meant to be. Um, Puts herself in harm's way because she's like, well, yeah, I want to choose I how I go. Yeah. Um, But I love her like throughout – Mm. the episode <laughs> when Rachel's just like hey you're still alive how's it going and she's like oh so exhausting waiting for death and then she like tries to fake it um yeah <laughs> awkwardly like a I don't know like a stuffed pig of some kind my favorite is when Ross wants to try out his lecture on them and she's like oh my yeah. god this is it this is what's gonna kill this, me <laughs> this is what's gonna kill me and then she goes to take a nap and she's like would you make me up in a couple hours you know if you can if you can <laughs> She just This is, is very so Phoebe goes funny. to the dentist. Yes. And has to call yes. everyone she knows. Yep. And then at one point she tries to recruit Do- Joey for her death pact so they can come back and haunt everybody. Oh yeah. Um Oh yeah, she's like maybe cu- you'll die. And he's like, "What? Yeah. I'm scared." Yeah. <laughs> that is a really funny scene. <laughs> Nothing a little laser eye surgery won't fix. Um <laughs> But she's like, we can haunt these guys. And they cut this out. But Joey's like, ooh, can I come back and see Monica and Rachel in the shower? And Chandler's like, dude, that's my girlfriend. And Joey's like, hey, I'm dead. Oh, yeah, I forgot <laughs> like, about that. As an excuse. Yeah, because they cut it out. Um, but yeah, Phoebe is just like trying not to die the entire episode. And at the end, she comes in <clears throat> and she's like, guess what? My psychic is wrong. And they're like, how do you know? And she's like, because she's dead. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Phoebe, I'm so sorry. She's like, eh, better her than me. Yeah. And then I um, love her, like, bounce back. Let's make cookies. Like, she just. Yeah, she's euphoric. Back. Um, Did yeah. you feel like Lisa Kudrow's hair almost looks like a wig? It's so blonde yeah. in this episode. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I, I feel like, like it might be. She looks fantastic in general. She, she looks great. But her, her hair is just distracting. Yeah, it is. It, it is. Um. Yeah, That's I don't all. know what it is. Yeah, so yeah I think you're right about, about the wig. There's a few times in this show where I feel like she looks like she has a wig. It's it maybe just that her hair has been like freshly dyed and it's just way yeah. blonder than we're used to. Like maybe it's that's all it is. But yeah, maybe. Oh, um, I just love Lisa Kudrow. I know I do too. She's the best. Um, but have you ever seen a psychic or anything like that? Um. No, I'm trying to think, have I? I've never seen a psychic. I've never done tarot cards. Like, yeah. 
I, I, okay. I don't believe in that personally, but I do definitely believe that there is like a metaphysical world. I believe that we have souls. I believe that there is like more to our planet and our realm than like just the physical, like what we can see. Yeah. Yeah. I believe in like spirits, you know, I guess in a way. And so like, yeah, I, I, I just feel like there has to be more to, uh, there has to be more to life or whatever you want to call it, earth, the planet, I don't know, than just like the physical realm. And so I definitely believe that there's more going on. So could certain people be like more attuned to that? I don't know. Like who's to say no, but I personally, um, haven't like gone to see a psychic. Yeah. What about you? Uh, No, I've never done it. Um, my main experience with psychics is remembering the Miss Cleo ads from the 90s. Oh my gosh. Were those just in Florida or were those nationwide? I think those were nationwide because then she had a big like embezzlement scandal. scandal or something like that. I can't exactly remember. Yeah, I think it was fraud. It was fraud yeah, because yeah. so if you guys aren't um don't remember what we're talking about, it was this Jamaican woman named Miss Cleo and she would have these like minute to like 3 minute to 10 minute long ads on like late night programming that it was like yeah. Call me now for your free psychic reading. And people would be like, Miss Cleo, just she just knew everything. She knew exactly how to help. It was like, like you know, her like snippets of her on the phone helping people. And I think the scandal was that you would call and she would say that it was like a certain amount of money for the call. But then it was like somehow they would like rack up a bunch more charges and I don't know if it's that they would keep you on the phone or that then they'd call you back every month or something to like follow up and that caught charged you. Um, but I know that ever since Miss Cleo, every time people would do like psychic stuff, it would always say like, this is just for entertainment purposes. And so maybe mm-hmm. it was something that like she wasn't claiming that it was like she didn't like put the fine print on it or something. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't know. I do remember lots um, of Miss Cleo ads. Uh, she had to pay. F- oh, in 2002, the FTC charged the company's owners and her promoter as deceptive advertising, billing, and collection practices. Harris, Miss Cleo, was not indicted. The network had billed oh. its victims for an estimated $1 billion. Whoa. Her promoters agreed to settle by erasing $500 million of debt owed to its victims to the network and paying $5 million to the FTC. It emerged during a lawsuit that Harris had been born in Los Angeles and that her parents were American citizens um, in, instead of being a shaman from Jamaica, which is what she claimed. Uh, she could still, they could be Jamaican Americans. Uh, right. But I don't think she was. <laughs> or oh. if she was, she was just doing it. She wasn't saying, I'm Jamaican-American. She was saying, I was born here, and that's why I have magical powers. Oh. Um. Yeah, many customers were satisfied with the service, but yeah, seems like there's a lot of drama. But unfortunately, Miss Cleo is no longer with us. Oh, did she pass away? She was did. she Phoebe's psychic? 2016. Aw, R.I.P. Miss Cleo. I know. Sorry, Miss Cleo. Um, yeah. Wow. Do you have any friends that go to psychics? Um, I have two of the girls I work with do, like, they are into, like, tarot cards. And I know that they've 
offered to do that like readings for people but i've never done Mm -hmm. one so um i feel like tarot cards are becoming more popular lately because i feel like i'm seeing them all over my instagram feed i feel like that's how stuff like that goes though right like it's like yoga it's popular yeah kind of um (laughs) i mean i don't think it's like yoga but do you know what i mean it's like it has everything in life is more in vogue at one point or another, you know, like when white women know. are into it. I think that that's my point as I think it's like right now it's like it's not just one or two fringy people who are right um, into it. It's like more like just it's more mainstream. Regular white women. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, just regular white women. <laughs> I don't know. All these white women look the same. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I think it's just because like tarot cards are a bit more mainstream right now. So I'm seeing them around the show a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Not um, not something I... Oh, I, I that's where I saw it. I saw it on Married at First Sight Australia as well. So I do have some friends that um, have been doing it. But one of the girls on Married at First Sight Australia, um, her husband that she was partnered with was terrible and so she is like has her eyes on one of the other husbands whose marriage is not going well and so yeah and so she's like i've got to turn programming got to turn to the tarot cards and then she like pulls the one out that's like it was it was something like um oh shoot what was it the card was something i really need to remember what it was but basically it's it was like okay the card is um like 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 wisdom or something like that and she's like yep exactly i knew it i've i have the wisdom that he's the right one for me and i was like or what if it means like conventional wisdom is to not cheat on your husband right and so i was just like it is what you want it to be it, about stuff like that it's like this is literally just one thing but you see what you want to see in life maybe that's the whole point of it is that like maybe, maybe it's, it is right it's like that not that it's telling you it's not like anything mystical it's just kind of like we've i mean we're i'm just spitballing here but you know how sometimes like um like phoebe's little game where she was like north or yeah. south high or low yeah. da, da, da. or where just it's gets you like thinking about what you actually want yeah if it's like okay i'm gonna flip a coin and if the coin and then like it's actually in the coin flip where you find yourself like, are you disappointed with what it landed on or like when it was in the air flipping, were you actually hoping that it was one of those things? Well, then it kind of tells you. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's the same with tarot cards. Like it's not that they're actually telling you, but whatever it is you think you're reading, it's like, well, that's kind of what you actually wanted. I don't know. Right. There's Could probably be. people out there listening that are like, no, no, they're legit. So um, yep. yeah, you can. Let us know. But let us know what you think. Um, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it for Phoebe. She gets to stay with us. How lovely. Yay. We Thank don't God. lose Phoebe to the Psychic Friends Network. <laughs> um, she will have to, however, find a new psychic. psychic. Yeah. Cookies um, sound good. I want to make cookies. Mm, now that she mentions oh. it, don't those sound yum? Yeah. Always. There's this new, always. like fancy cookie place called i think it's crumb it's either crumb or crumble but it's like you know like four dollars a cookie kind of thing like bougie right white girl cookies um but they deliver dangerous (laughs) i don't know might be in my future tonight only time will tell um (laughs) 
But yeah, um, we've also got Joey. Oh my gosh, I love this. Um, we've got Joey, and he gets an email. An email. Oh my gosh, a real piece of mail. <laughs> a mail. A physical. Yeah. <laughs> a p mail. A physical mail. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's start calling it p mail. <laughs> p mail. <laughs> He gets a P-mail, and it's called <laughs> Benefits Lapsed. And he's like, I don't remember being in a movie called Benefits Lapsed. In- <laughs> and Chandler's like, oh, you weren't, you know, in a movie. It's that your health insurance expired because you didn't work enough ne- last year. Aww. And that stinks. Like, I didn't yeah. know that that's how SAG worked, but it makes sense. They're not just going to keep covering you forever if you're not, like, doing anything, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so he's like, well, I got to go get me a job. So I'm going to go see my agent. And uh, so he gets there and Estelle's like, well, 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 look who it is, Joey Tribbiani. They always come crawling back to Estelle. They always come crawling and he was like, back. He's like, what do you mean? And she's like, uh, he's like, sorry. He's like, I never left. What are you talking about? You've been my agent. And she's like, uh, well, I guess no harm, no foul. Let's get you some work. But first we got to do damage control because someone's been bad-mouthing someone's you all over town. And sweet like, Joey does not get it. Um, but so Joey uh, gets set up for a bunch of interviews. But to get ready for the interviews, he's like, I'm going to get in shape. Um, I think they're called auditions, but... I don't what know. I'm say? not an actor. Interview. Oh my gosh! Yes, they are called <laughs> auditions. Duh. Um, as an actor in the biz, um, that's what we call in the biz. <laughs> in the biz, we call them auditions. For those in the know. Um, but yeah, I love when Joey comes in, or when Chandler comes in, and he's like, Joey's like crouched on the floor, and he's like, nothing's wrong. I. I got this blinding pain and I was like writhing in pain. I passed out, but I don't think it's serious because I can't stand up. (laughs) Damn you, 15s. (laughs) Damn you, 15s. But Chandler's like, I think this is a hernia. You have to go to the doctor. And he's like, I'm not going to the doctor for anything except for maybe this thing sticking out of my stomach. Yeah. So when we were watching that, um, Ben was like, hernias don't actually like they're not actually visible are they and i googled and they are yeah. it said it's like yeah i don't know what it is though do you uh, know what a hernia I, is i think it might be some sort of like pulled or strained thing because i know people can get hernias on their booties from really you can get a butt hernia yeah i did not from, know that from having to poop those are hemorrhages. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wouldn't have clarified. And at some point uh, you were trying to tell someone about their butt hernia. <laughs> okay. Uh, nobody see Renee for medical advice. Um, I don't know if we want to get into this here. But... No, we probably okay. don't. Um, I can't stress enough that I should be your last call for medical advice unless it's like, Oh my god. Well, not even that. Yeah, don't call me for any reason. I, Unless I know like what... literally we are the last two people on earth and you are even desperate. then. And Google's broken. Even then. Um yeah. 
I know what a hemorrhage is. Um, a hernia. I So I thought it was something about like something from your abdomen, like drops down into your lower abdomen or something like that. But I know it's it's like something falls out of place, I think. Um, but it's it did say. It's a bulging organ or tissue. Yes. And an it says it's usually opening. from. Um, okay. So bulging. And it's normally from like strain. And I, I didn't know this, but women can get them too. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And men can get them like in their crotch. I do know that. Yeah. See, that's where I thought hernias were mostly crotchal related. Well, all sounds. We like actually it would had really a friend. Suck. We had a friend in college who was a dancer, and she got a hernia. Oh my gosh! Do I you remember that? that? Yeah. I think it's just from like overexertion, mm-hmm. which I would know nothing about. I'm very lazy. Oh Ouch. my gosh! It just all sounds very painful, and definitely not yeah. something you just like walk around through. No, it sounds incredibly painful and incredibly serious. And so I find it, but you know, so Chandler's like trying to get Joey and he's like, no, I need to get health insurance first. And I find it so funny when Joey is trying to bring them coffee (laughs) with this hernia. Oh my gosh. Yes. And then Chandler's like, can you get me a cruller? And he's like, like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh, I missed the opportunity for one of my favorite lines. Oh, Which what? is when he finds out that he lost his insurance, he's like, oh, man, when I had insurance, I could get like hit by a bus or catch on fire or something. And Chandler's There's like, never a good time to stop being able to on catch on fire. I was wondering because you I feel like you say that a lot. Um, oh, so good. Uh, I somewhere I saw bloopers on this episode and it was like where Matt LeBlanc is doing the whole like. <laughs> like hearing the coffee and he just they both keep cracking up he can barely get through it so if you can find those bloopers i encourage you to go watch them they're very I'll have funny to look later um but chandler is being a very sweet friend yeah he is and he's like i will loan you the money let's go to the hospital like we just need to get this back in your body and joey's like no i want to wait until i have insurance and once I have insurance, I can have all the free operations I want. I think I'll probably get laser eye surgery. <laughs> Thinking about getting some of that laser eye surgery. Uh, and Chandler's like, yeah, guys, Joey's got a hernia, but nothing a little laser eye surgery won't fix. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh he realizes that the only way to alleviate the pain is to, like, push on it, which I guess kind of makes sense. If you're pushing it because- back in place. Yeah, pushing it back in place is not so strange. This is strange, making my skin like, crawl. This all I know. It's really bad. so painful. Um, but, and then that's when Phoebe's like, hey, maybe you'll die. And he's like, I yeah. want to die. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then we get to go on this, like, amazing series of auditions with Joey. The first yes. one being, hey, Timmy, I've got a surprise for you. <laughs> The surprise uh, is a new bike. And Joey's like, hey, Timmy, got a surprise for you, man. <laughs> um, he sounds like, I don't know, someone who's high and like, I don't know. Um, I love the cat food one where he's like, <laughs> pick up a bag today. And it's like a giant, like 25 yeah. pound bag of cat food. And she's like, that's when you pick up the bag. And he was like. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Point to a bag today. <laughs> Point to a bag today. Between that and him sticking his hand in his pants and saying, yeah, Timmy, I've got a surprise for problematic. you. Problematic. Like, 
the shock of him uh no one's shocked that he's not getting these acting gigs um and finally one that appeals to him is not just playing man but playing dying man unfortunately (laughs) the talent he has to work with oh that cute kid alex oh he's so dopey no Um, he's just got those giant glasses he's so cute he's like i guess they're like hi now and he's like okay i guess um but I love him. Joey has to say, take good care of your mama, son. And then Alex is supposed to cry. But Alex just stares at Joey like a deer in headlights. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, man. That's so frustrating. It's so hard to work with kids on this stuff, you guys. I just don't Ooh, think yeah, I you, that enough. Renee would know. Tell us. Okay. Do you have any, like, worst stories of having to work with a kid on set? Oh, I have so many. Okay. We don't have enough time for all of them. Um, One was a little girl. This was... This was in the last year. The mom, this little girl was like so adorable. Like she is like what you think of for cute little girl. Like pigtails, big bright eyes. Like she was just precious, which is usually a bad sign because (laughs) they know they're cute or like the parents are like pageanting them out, you know? Right. And that was definitely the case with this one. The mom was definitely pageanting her out. And we had a scene with them um, and the mom kept like literally to get the little girl to put her shoes on. She's like, okay, here's another treat. And she would give her like a new toy. Oh, for, wow. Like I understand being like, hey, we're going to be, we're going to like listen to everything that Renee and Megan say. And then at and the end, you, like we're going to yeah. get a snack. If you do everything that they say yes. at the end, you, yeah, yeah. I'm not listen above to bribery. Us. We don't have kids. We don't have kids. I'm not above bribery. Like, seriously, I get that sometimes you got to do what you got to do, right? And you got to keep people motivated. And kids are harder to motivate. But she was giving her a treat for literally everything. So why would – this kid's not stupid. She was five or six. She literally wouldn't <sighs> comply with anything unless given another toy or present or treat or, like, yeah. something else. This it is was also, very problematic. This is a good – um example of why you're not supposed to incentivize things that are normally just like people can be motivated to do because then they just stop right. doing them unless there's motivation oh, she literally externally. sat down we were like can you water the plants she just sat down and like crossed her legs and crossed her arm and started pouting oh wow and her mom's like what if i get you a new that horse toy you wanted and she was like okay and then just stood up and oh. then she smiles and she's beautiful and like perfect um so we got a lot of great stuff in between all the hissy fits but the thing is is that the mom did it didn't even take her two seconds to just offer another toy so why would the kid work for free right like she's created this behavior obviously um she sent in for something else i was doing and i was like never again um (laughs) another a lot of the times i will say a lot of the times it's more the parents are the problem than the kids because they're the ones that have put them in this one they sent me this little girl who had like um, she probably had like uh, below her shoulders, like medium length hair. And um, she showed up and they had cut her hair super short, which isn't a problem. It's just not who we cast. Right. And then she s- stands in front of the camera, like literally was just kind of like Alex, like just deadpan staring into the camera. We were like, okay, laugh. Okay, play with that boy. Okay, why don't you get in the swing and they can push you? And she just deadpan stared in the camera. And then we asked her to smile. She like barely, barely like turned her lips up. 
<laughs> and so finally we just had to put it was a bunch of kids playing and like playing on a tire swing and pulling a wagon around and finally we just put her in the back right to be blurred out um, we were like why don't you play with this stuff over here by yourself so it's just like other kid haphazardly in the back because we're like we can't use anything she's so she just doesn't know how to act that one no terrible um let's see those are the two that come to mind but i'm sure i'm sure i've got more um but i usually blame the parents because i'm like they don't want to be here why are you putting them into this stuff like why are you volunteering them you know you want them to be here they don't um i was gonna say i wonder if it would be possible to get that first girl back and be like hey listen we need you to listen to everything we say, and then at the end you can get a toy. But I guess, like, you don't have time to be parenting somebody else's kid. I don't. I really don't. Yeah. And that's the thing is I'm like, we need people to be there when we need them to be there for the time they're paid for, and we need to get as much as possible from them in that allotted time, you know? Yeah. And that goes for kids um, or pets or yeah. – yeah, but I pretty much anytime we have a kid or a pet, I'm just like we might get one picture, we might get a thousand, but probably closer to one because they're unpredictable. But then some kids are just lovely and they just are sweet and fun and cute and laugh and you know aren't awkward. We actually had some really. I just did a shoot like a month ago and we had some really great kids. This one little kid, I wasn't sure about him from his pictures. Um, but he was so genuinely excited and curious about everything we were doing. Um, it was so cute. Like, we were like, do you want to feed chickens? He's like, I've never done that before. Yes. <laughs> and so he goes over there and the chicken's eating out of his hand. And he, like, turns and is like, oh, I'm doing it. Like, you know, Aww, that, like, genuine cute. look of happiness. He was the best. And, like, we had these other kids show up that he had never met. And he was like, come play. We're feeding chickens. Like, it was just so sweet. And so then you see So that those. kid's getting a callback. Oh, that kid's definitely getting a callback. He was a pro. Um, but it was his first shoot. He just liked it. He just was good at oh, it. Oh, that's um, cool. Anyway, so it is a lot of – we get a lot of Alex's around these parts. Um, yeah. So uh, Chandler gets smart, though, mm-hmm. and is like, I know Use how to make what you got. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> Shows in the hernia. Um, also, Joey, I love when he's like, uh, can I just scream right up until you say action? <laughs> And he's like, ah, take good care of your mom's <laughs> Doesn't even, like, give it a beat. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. And we actually don't ever see uh, Joey get fixed up. We just assume that he does because. Yeah. Yeah. He gets, he gets a job, so he must get health insurance again. Yes, I guess that's true. Uh, take good care of your mama's son. <laughs> Very uh, memorable. As dying man. Um, and then we've got Monica and Rachel getting ready to move out of the apartment. This isn't like a huge thing, but kind of throughout no, the entire yet. episode, they're like fighting over who who has what, starting with Rachel's like, what if all this kitchen stuff is mine? Monica's like, this bottle opener <gasps> and it's a magnet. <laughs> I love that. And and it's a magnet. Yeah, and then it's that classic Roz, you complete me, kitchen. 
Well, because he's like, wow, Rachel, you have the one thing I don't have. It's almost like yeah. you complete me. And Phoebe like looks at yeah, him like, death what's stares up? Him. And then he's like, kitchen, you complete me kitchen, matey. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a pretty good save. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's good, a pretty save, good save, Ross. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's better than most. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, so Monica and Rachel, they have like the they have like the candlesticks they keep stealing from each other oh it's so and funny because you know it like, is funny when you move out that is how it goes it's like wait a minute whose crock pot is this no it's mine i brought this no yeah i have you yeah. know and you're like and you're like so sure that that it was yours i don't know yeah. that's happened to me a bunch with the can yeah. oh i forgot that you're a liar <laughs> yeah when she like she steals them from rachel and then rachel steals them back and at the end they're like tugging on them and then finally yeah. they're like do you want to just each take one that seems fair we never use yeah, them we never use these <laughs> yeah and then when monica's like oh yeah i love them so much i went out and got my own pair um it's funny but yeah mm-hmm. they're just like packing and that's kind of funny but uh the main meat of this episode is ross oh, still ross. still we're talking about ross and his yes. poor life choices I was still talking about Ross. It has been four episodes later. Four weeks of, of, and it's not just that we're talking about Ross. Four weeks since he and Rachel got married. Two moons have passed. Two moons. So Ross. Well, so Phoebe, Phoebe calls him out, right? So that's kind of like at the beginning when she's like, well, it's after you think, the You Complete Me Kitchen thing. Yeah, the You Complete Me Kitchen. She's like, so this is, she's like, you think that Rachel's going to move in with you and then fall in love. And then when she finds out you're still married, you're going to be happy. And I can't believe it's yeah. been so long. Um, but that's when Ross turns it and he's like, oh my gosh, you're obsessed with Rachel. <laughs> you're you obsessed with her. It's always Rachel. Ross. When are you going to move in with Rachel? When are you going to confess your secret love for Rachel? You want her. Yeah. And Phoebe's like, what? And he and then his phone rings. And he's like, uh, saved by the bell. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, that, uh, is, uh, saved by the that bell. is a pretty smooth one, Ross, to try to get out it of is. it. I feel like it's the uh, most um, couth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like his best way to get out of that you know otherwise i feel like he just keeps digging himself deeper yeah this is Every the time first time Phoebe i might him believe him yeah yeah <laughs> um he's actually but, being a little bit breezy for once kind of yeah yeah for once um but um so ross gets a phone call from, from uh, the paleontology N- department at Away. Away. Are you? Are you? <laughs> Which I find so annoying when he does that. And I actually find it more annoying that Monica follows up with the same cadence. I know yeah. she's making fun of him, but for whatever reason, it just takes too long. It I takes too long. That. I don't know. Um, and Hillary's like, you, do you guys remember that paper I wrote on sediment flow rate? They loved it. Well, right. who wouldn't? Um, who wouldn't? Yeah. And so he's like, they want me to be a guest lecturer. And and I love when he's like, oh, so somebody's like, oh, do we have to call you professor? And Phoebe goes, yeah, professor and missus. 
Right. I'm like, and what? everybody just is like in misses. Rachel's like in misses. And Phoebe's like, well, yeah, you know, you and Ross are still married. And you just see Rachel's face start to like crumble. Mm-hmm. And Phoebe goes, just kidding. Saved your ass. And then <laughs> saved your ass. Okay. I think that I would be so mad later if I was, I mean, Rachel's already going to be mad later. I would be even more mad that Phoebe knew, technically told me, and then pretended it wasn't true. I would be very mad about that. Yeah, I think I'd be mad. I, okay, I'm trying to imagine if this happened. I would, like, if I mistakenly married an ex-boyfriend. I feel like it's just too unrealistic, but it's something that, like, somebody knows about your life that I think you I'd don't be, know yet. I'd be mad, but I kind of feel like you almost like you're mad at Ross, but you almost kind of just expect poor behavior from him. But you'd almost Ugh. be more mad at Phoebe because she's your girlfriend. Yeah. She should be thinking clearly. And she like, I know that she's trying to talk Ross into doing the right thing, but like she could have just gone and told Rachel. Yeah, I would have been like, you have 24 hours to fix this or I'm telling her. Yeah, yeah, that's, I would be, I would be mad if, I wouldn't be as mad at Phoebe as I'd be at Ross, because it's obviously his fault um, for not fixing it, but I'd be yeah. really an, upset that Phoebe, like, if my girlfriend knew and didn't tell me. Right, like, protects him instead of protects you. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so Phoebe technically tells for four Rachel weeks, and then is like, just however, kidding. Yeah. Um, and, uh. So then Ross wants to test out his guest lecture. Oh my gosh, I love this. And there are three primary theories considering sediment flow rate. And, and that's what people like, this is what's going to kill me. Yeah, and I Joey's love. And like, yeah, okay, yeah. Ross, are there naked chicks on this piece of paper? No. Well, I've just never Why seen a guy stay at a piece of paper that didn't have <laughs> naked chicks on it. And so they're and like Ross thinks, "Oh, I'll make some eye contact." Yeah. That will help. <laughs> Him trying to read those cards while making like random rapid eye contact it's is so funny. <sighs> it's so funny. It's so funny. There are 3 flinch 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 primary <laughs> theories. Flinch flinch flinch. 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 Further flinch subcategories and he like looks yes. like he almost looks like he's got something in his eye the way he's like Looking around like a crazy person. And then Rachel's like, do you know what would make it less boring? <laughs> like, thanks. <laughs> some, some jokes. <laughs> oh, no. Chandler suggests jokes. Oh. Rachel says visual aids. Joey thinks. Oh, that's right. This is a good time for naked chicks. For the naked chicks. That's right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean... Obviously, they want him to be there if they're hiring him to be a guest lecturer. People in paleontology are probably interested in this. I was going to say. Or definitely not. Yeah, I was going to say. I think they, people who like paleontology would find it less boring. Although, reading in a monotonous voice is never the way. Uh, reading well, yeah. bullet points off a PowerPoint, also not the way. No. For anybody out he there. Really should, he really should make some notes and then elaborate on said notes. In real yeah. time. So that people have to listen um, and, and take those notes. Yeah. Just yeah. so it also just feels like you're – because if you're just going to read me a piece of paper, like I can do that on my own. Just time. hand me the paper. Here. Yes, exactly. Just hand me the paper. If you're going to kind of like elaborate on some bullet points you've already made and give me like fresh information that I can engage with, great. Let's do it. Um, I – 
I had in um, grad school, I had this one professor. So I had a bunch of really good professors and then I had a few flops. And there was this one who she she did not like me, but um, she was really frustrating because she was quite young. Um, she used to like come into class all like frazzled and... I think that sometimes she would show up late and sometimes she would show up before us like it was 50-50 whether or not she was like there and prepared on time. And okay, I get it. Like it might be difficult if you're working full time and then you have to like schlep across town or whatever. But it used to bug me so much when she would, she'd like pull up her PowerPoint and then she would just be like, oh, you can ignore this. And she'd just like flip through a bunch of the slides like, oh, never mind. No, not that. Okay, no. And I was like, so you clearly haven't even opened this PowerPoint since the last time you gave this presentation to even just like update it. It to me was so lazy and so like such such a disrespectful waste of our time. And I was like, never mind Tenure, the fact man. that we're paying for this. She wasn't yeah. tenured, I, but I'm, I don't even, I don't know if she's still there or not, but she confronted me once because she was like, I know you don't like me. And like, it was very weird. And I, yeah. And I, I did smooth it over, but I, I should, I don't think I ever did tell her like, Hey, you just show up to class unprepared and it's really frustrating. Like crack open the PowerPoint the day before and just go through, like skim it at least. My God. Like it was so obvious. She just wasn't prepared and I found that really frustrating yeah that is annoying mm. um well Ross uh says that his first day goes really well and that yeah. doesn't need to be funny or sexy yeah <laughs> I'll show you proved us all wrong yeah <laughs> um and then Rachel and Monica decide they're gonna surprise him and see how well it's going um, good in theory Good in theory. Well, Supportive first, Rachel's like, oh, look, some Kappa Deltas. I was a Kappa. Hey, sisters. Hey, sisters. Wow. <laughs> it's like the old lady coming back to campus, even though she's like 28, but still. I know. <laughs> it's like, I mean, you just, once you leave, it's like you're old. Just get out just, of here. Just go. Um, yeah. And so when they walk in, Ross <laughs> is speaking in an English accent. In a like very a bad English accent. Very bad. Laboratory. Hmm. And he like and his startling like discovery. <laughs> was in fact uh. sedimentary. And yeah, he can you imagine trying to pull off a fake accent and then running into somebody you know? No, I don't think I've ever been able to because you know how sometimes it's like, oh, let's do a fake accent. I just feel like I wouldn't be able to keep it. I'm pretty good at mimicking. So like if somebody, I can't do it with New Zealand accents. We've talked about this before. They're just too hard. But like if I think I could mimic somebody pretty well, but I don't think I could just like keep it up on my own fresh without hearing it first. What about you? Is Has this been a fake accent this whole time? This isn't actually what you sound like, Renee, and you're about to reveal your real voice? (laughs) <laughs> yes, are you ready? I'm actually not American at all. <laughs> what are you? I am Antarctic. And what does that sound like, Renee? But no one lives on the Antarctica, so I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have accents. It's just an ice cap. Um 
But uh, yeah, that would be pretty funny if this whole time we were. Have like, you ever just tried kidding? To do that? Have you ever like faked an accent and then had somebody? I'm sure I have. I don't know that I've been caught, but I'm sure I've faked accents with people. I think we've talked about this before, but do you remember one time um, one of our friend's boyfriends in college had a friend visiting and that friend pretended to be foreign, like he couldn't speak any English. And so the whole day we were like mimic, like miming and pantomiming and like shout, like, do you want a burger? Like trying to accommodate and then at the end of the day he was like yeah i'm just kidding i'm from arkansas i can speak english perfectly fine i totally forgot about that <laughs> one of our friends was very mad and the rest of us were just kind of like oh haha ha, you got us good prank yeah yeah i don't i think like i feel like that's the kind of thing that works well if you're like out at a bar maybe you know like that kind of he, thing where yeah. you don't have to keep it up long term. He committed to that for like hours. It was like half a yeah. day or something. I would have broken yeah. character way faster just because I would have wanted to talk to people. Yeah. Um, gosh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. But yeah, so Ross gets real caught. <laughs> and oh, bloody uh, L. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what are you doing? And he's like, well... I was worried and I thought it might be boring and I just started talking in this British accent. I thought it'd be more interesting. Yeah. And uh, then another professor tries to talk to him and he has his accent and then Monica has her like Scottish accent. Irish. (laughs) Monica Geller. Monica Geller. Top of the morning to ya. Um, I work with an Irish guy that sounds Mm. pretty. And maybe is it Scottish? So the Irish people I know don't, yeah, but the Irish people I know don't have as intensive accents as the Scottish people I know. So Scottish accents are definitely way more intense. Yes, but also that could be like a Northern Ireland versus Republic of Ireland. So it's hard to say. There are many nuances, just like in just like American. Yeah, true. There's so many different ones. I work with an Irish guy though, and his accent is. Is intense. Incredibly. I, oh, yeah. yeah. There's no mistake. So maybe it is Irish. I don't know. I couldn't top tell of the you. All I know is... It's supposed to be Irish, I thought. But did she say top of the morning to you? Yeah, she does. At the end, oh. doesn't she? she oh, goes, yeah. She starts, like, morning. jigging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. And then Rachel goes with... Bombay, Bombay is very, very nice this time of year. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Which, because they don't care. They're like, we have nothing they to do. They think it's here. hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> and they're just like sealing in Ross's crazy fate, you know? Yeah. And uh, the girls give, I think, pretty good advice of just phasing it out. When I think they're giving this advice to Ross of phasing it out as you adjust to life in America, quote unquote, I would think that meant over several weeks. Yeah, not over the period of not one, one like, hour lecture. <laughs> or, oh, I don't know, two sentences like he tries to do. Yeah, it's and he's basically, like, oh, identify. Yeah, it's more like <laughs> just choose some words that you're going to start putting a soft R in there. Yes. Yes, but he tries to phase it out in oh, like... identify. <laughs> 30 seconds what happened to your Um, accent (laughs) i know and then everybody has questions just about 
the accent, not about the, well, the one guy calls him out, which, and that's when he's right. like, "Okay, it's fake." Sorry, and he guys. Has to well, come bef- clean. How embarrassing. He does, and then he's like, "I just really wanted to make a good impression." What we don't know behind the scenes, well, Ross doesn't know behind the scenes, is Rachel's at home unpacking in her new apartment with her husband. Oh, that's right. I forgot about this. And she answers the phone, as you do, and offers to take a message, as you do. And the lawyer says, this is Ross's lawyer, I'm assuming since I haven't heard from him, he's agreed to give the marriage a real chance. And she's like, wait a second, he got married again? No. No. And she, yeah, I, I don't know what I would have done in that moment. Um, Probably the same thing she did. Probably. But I mean, even just her going down there and yelling at him, being like, I can't believe I'm still married to you. You weren't going to tell me like what is wrong with you. I could kill you. Like, I don't even, I think she's pretty tame, all things considered. Like, this is bad. This is very bad. It's so selfish because now she has a failed divorce on her hands. Like, the annulment was not just for Ross's benefit. Now she has to tell people, oh, yeah, technically I've been divorced before because of a drunk mistake in Vegas. Like, and that he lied to her and it's been four weeks. Four weeks. And he tried to talk her into moving in with him knowing that he had this secret. He just, I just feel like this is so typical Ross, even though it's like this crazy, unbelievable. I mean, unless people out there are like, oh, I have a friend who, my friend Denise. Um, No, I can't. I can't. And so, yeah, I would just be livid. I don't know what I would do. Tear his apartment apart? I don't know. I'd be so angry. And really, like, I would be like, are you a psychopath? Like, you tried to get me to stay secretly married to you, and then you asked me to move in with you? Like, is this some weird, like... Like, I don't know. It's very strange. Weird obsession. And even, and like, he knew how she felt about it because he tried to push it with her. And she was like, Ross, listen to what you're asking me. No. Yeah. So he knew. As my wife, I want you to do me (laughs) me this this favor. favor. (laughs) Yeah. He knew that she was very, very, very much not on board. And he just big fat went and did it anyway. Big Fat went and did it anyway. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah. Bad. Oh, so bad, we bad. end with very mad Rachel and a very stupid Ross. Well, that's not where we end end. Well, I'm saying that's where we end with these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We end end with Joey getting his insurance <laughs> back and Phoebe and Chandler and Monica taking a big old whack at his head with the helmet on. He puts on the helmet. Well, we don't see the wax, but they get ready. They all They all tee up. Wind up, yeah. Oh, that is so. Oh, I got health insurance, so now you can smack. You can smacked in the head as much as uh, as much as he wants. Get all the free, and I'm sure the laser eye surgery will just fix that right up. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Aww. Um, it's all really going down now. Like w- this is like we thought Ross was in the caboose of life earlier. When he lost his job and, and Emily his left him. So basically the beginning apartment. of season five, we thought he was. Uh-huh. But yeah, but six. I would say this is a real low. <laughs> this is a real, real low because he has knowingly put himself in this place. Yeah. And that's the difference. I, I would say like he didn't do the Emily thing on purpose. 
he is an active participant in it because it was his mouth that said someone else's name. So yeah. he doesn't get a free pass. But this, he had full control to stop and he didn't. He was like, I see that there's no track in front of me, but I'm going to keep driving the train anyway, even though there is a break. And I'm going to take my friend down with me. Yeah. I could stop and let them off here, but I'm just going to keep driving towards the cliff. That's what he's doing. And that's what's so terribly hard to forgive about some of these actions is that, like, they really could have been avoided. Yeah. Um, Really, really, really. He is very lucky that he did not lose his job because, like... Mm -hmm. The whole, like, the, you know, the students could give him a really bad review for, like, lying to him about this weird fake accent and seeming, like, a liar. And then yeah. Rachel comes into in front of the class and is, like, screaming at him about being secretly married. Yeah. Oh, Ross. Yeah. The good news is, is I think the fake accent university is hiring. So <laughs> I think oh, he Ross. has a good backup. We'd like to hire you down at fake accent university. That is, is that one Scottish? Fake accent university, or is that one supposed to be? Yeah, it sounds. That one sounds Scottish more, to me. I yeah, that's another one though. Scottish because I've got a couple Scottish friends. Like, very hard to understand what they're saying, mm-hmm. but it's different if they're Edinburgh versus Glasgow. Mm-hmm. So it's even like Northern England starts to get a little bit like leprechaun. Hard for me to yeah yeah. It's like harder to decipher like where <laughs> people are from. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. Oh, I love their accents. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, yeah. So, okay, Ross, you have fun dealing with that. Dealing with that. Oh, poor um, Rachel. Poor Rachel. Like, oh, she, gosh, she just has to deal with all this drama. She that doesn't she do did herself any favors, though. In the next episode, she does make it worse by trying Absolutely. to get back at Ross. But anyway, yes. so that's five episodes that this mistake drags into. Oh my gosh. Just like we will never get these hours back of our lives. <laughs> um, okay, so we will pick right back up where we left off next week in the one with Joey's Porsche. Oh, as we yes. find out, will will they, won't they, new edition, will they, won't they actually get divorced? Also, tune Porsche in. or Porsche? Oh, I say Porsche. I do too, but that's probably because I don't Matt own Matt says one. Porsche. True. Matt says Porsche, and he's a car guy. So I'm going to say Porsche. But we'll figure it out. Yeah, okay. We'll figure it out next week. Okay, sounds good. Stick around, right, people. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.